You want this camera off? Yeah. Look at my balls! Ew. I don't need to see balls. I don't even like seeing my own balls. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I set a toaster oven on fire. <laughs> well, not the toaster oven as much as the thing inside of it. Yeah. I know what I'm doing with my next check. Anyway, yeah. Old Taku Connection. Um, I think we're talking about live-action Guyver. Alright, let me uh, just confess something. Um, this episode's not great. I don't know what happened. Maybe you can help me figure it out. I mean, it's not bad, but... Well, yeah. I'll, I'll let you find out. Please enjoy. Special thanks to Freesound user Raccoon Animator for the uh, record scratch effect. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, seeing how, uh, seeing as how, I keep dropping words tonight, seeing as how I can't come up with anything interesting to say to start this out, let's just get right to this. Um, a question, Joe, did you watch this movie as a kid? Yeah, yes I did. Yes, I did. Because I know me and Mike did. <sighs> I did. So, um, wait, had you seen out of control before this or after uh as a kid I, I don't I think I saw this first I don't think I saw that anime until much later okay um well, I'll get back to you then Mike what was it like re-watching this having seen uh the OVA we watched last week having seen that I don't know I don't really remember any of the characters' name from the movie, so I was still just kind of wondering, oh, I wonder if any of these characters were in the anime. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of assumed that the main dude was not, seeing how he's a white guy named Sean. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, him definitely not. Well, Sean, I guess that's like a approximation to show, or their closest approximation show being the name of the Giver in the uh, original shit. Joe, what'd you think about this coming back to it with adult eyes? It was weird. Uh, as a kid, all I remember is how excited I was and how amazing this movie was and all just the crazy fight scenes and the monsters and the Giver and just all that really cool stuff. But going back to it now, I still enjoyed it. But man, it's goofy. It's just, it's all kinds of goofy and you can really tell their costumes. Back then, I couldn't tell their... I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I was a kid. But to me, it really you know, it looked like monsters. But it looked like Halloween costumes. Well, <laughs> no. I think some of the costumes still hold up at least a little bit. But, like, uh, part of it... Part of it is some of those costumes are... Like, a lot of the costuming there is willfully goofy. Yeah, well, the whole the whole tone of it was pretty goofy. It's, yeah, you, you could tell it's... That, it's straight up Saturday morning. You That's t- exactly where they like yeah. built this thing up and left it. 
Yeah. Rewatching this felt a lot like watching Power Rangers, but with like swearing and a little bit more gore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was for me. It was like a cross between uh, this uh, horror movie, uh, Nightbreed, uh, Power Rangers, and um, what was the third one? Nightbreed was my shit back in the day. Uh, Scooby Doo was the third one. <laughs> Why? All those scenes of people like un ungyver people, not guyver people, running from monsters. Like there's a mm. like like full there's a full on Scooby Doo scene of like, um, oh, and maybe this was yeah. cut out of your version <laughs> where good. it's it's like Mitski and uh, I don't know the name of Mark Hamill's character, yeah. but they're basically like running Getting... back and forth, being chased, and they even yeah. by they even set up the scene how they how would, long how... was the version you watched. I want to say it was like an extra 10 or 12 minutes. But how long was it? Like an hour and a half. Oh, huh. Maybe a minute or two more. <clears throat> more. Oh, what were you saying, Joe? I said they even set up the scene that you were just talking about, exactly how they do in Scooby-Doo. The shot was yeah. just like fixed at one part, and you could see them running in and out of the scene. Yeah, and yeah, was... with the little... With the little... A doofy monster chasing after. Yeah, and what and the I this I really noticed this watching this again is um even all the the music is all cartoony and it's it, oh god it really and all the sound effects there's so many cartoony sound effects too it's just yeah like when the doofy monster gets hit and it's like timber it's like it's a it's a tree it's a tree fall it's hilarious there's just. Yeah, when the Guyver cuts himself out of the body that plays the theme from Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty goofy. It was great. Yeah, I guess the one... I watched the, like, I guess commercially released version. Yeah, you had uh, to I, I watched I the, probably the VHS. The me and uh, Joe grew up with, too. Yeah. I watched it on VHS the way it was meant to be seen. Yeah. For some reason in the UK, the movie is called M- Mutronics. Mutron, like mutant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they couldn't call it Giver out there. Maybe they actually had some of the anime released or something. I don't know. Probably because uh, Giver was unknown over there. Maybe. If you put the word mutant in it, it probably would do more well. Yeah. Yeah, they name dropped the Ninja Turtles in that movie. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Oh yeah, which was interesting because it all felt it was very much a part of that time in like yeah. the early nineties where you would have insane costumes and VFX and mm-hmm. and where your effects were all practical. Yeah, and you got like the best people to you know, design these crazy costumes that look pretty good. Yeah. I, th- I thought everything looked really great still. Yeah, well, practical effects just tend to hold up a lot better. I mean, like, the suits, as long as they uh, look good, well, I don't think, I don't think the, the, the cheesiness was in really the costuming as much as everything surrounding it. It was, it was for me. It was soundtrack, the, the dialogue, the fact that yeah. everyone is overacting. Yeah, it was the dialogue for me. <laughs> it's yeah, great. I, I remember this being like a dark and scary, serious movie. Yeah, when kid. I was little, it was it was like some like real ass shit. And this was incredibly ham fisted, but yeah. it's still like. First of all, it's really bad. 
it's a bad movie. <laughs> but it's like it it it's kind of taking itself seriously, but it's not. Mm. I, I it's know, taking itself seriously as a cartoon. It's the so one thing that's always stayed with me over the years, and I thought was one of the creepiest things I've ever seen on film. And so the bad guy, I always thought he was John Lithgow. Lithgow. In my head, he was John Lithgow. <laughs> Going back to this, it's not John Lithgow. No. Uh, um, and I'm and I'm glad because well, the creepy scene is when he has that girl delivered to him and he's like fondling her. Uh, and he like like rubs asleep. his lips. <laughs> yeah. No, he touches his lips with his his fingers and then he touches his fingers to her lips mm. that was always like the creepiest shit to me <laughs> as a kid like what the fuck is that's just the weirdest shit ever that was definitely a grown ups or stupid moment for baby jumper cables mm. it's like how would you do that <laughs> that was strange I've never seen anything like that ever since that it's just bizarre <laughs> it's just so weird <laughs> it's definitely strange. Yeah, I don't know. I, even as an adult, I don't know why someone would do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's creepy. Mm. But this definitely felt like a Power Rangers episode or movie or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gaver looks like a Power Ranger on steroids. Yep. With the, yeah, um, with skin ripped off. It, well, no, that's Lord Zed. Lord Zed is literally a Power Ranger with the skin ripped off. He kind of looks like him. This is this is like maybe it's like a flesh eating disease. You know what? He looks like, like through it. He looks like Lord Zed, but made into beef jerky. <laughs> Lord Zed's cousin. <laughs> Lord mm. Jed. <laughs> Lord Ted. Mm. Another uh, really. Great practical effect I really liked in there was the. Um, I, I always loved how they did face melting back then. It was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always when great. When he melts so tight. Yeah. It's fantastic. That was like the tightest shit ever. Because when that happened, too, I was like, oh, fuck. They just straight up murdered the hero. Yeah. And, like, he killed his girlfriend. And, like, this is tight. Where does it go from here? They, they do kind of get you. They got me at least for like a cool 30 seconds to a minute <laughs> before I was like, and I almost thought they were like, oh, wait, because I, I couldn't remember. I was like, did she turn into the Giver? Does Mark it Hamill looks kind of like the or something? it's going to happen. Yeah. And if you were like, if you ever saw like the cover to this movie, you might think, okay, Mark Hamill's going to get it at some point because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like the cover gives you the impression he's the Giver. That's <laughs> not him on the cover, though, right? That's him. Half his face. Yeah. That's not Mark Hamill's face, is it? That's Mark Hamill. I'm pretty. Yeah, that's Mark Hamill's face. Let me see. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he's he's the biggest, maybe the biggest star in this movie. I'm not sure how long after this, but well, I mean, how long before this Reanimator was made? Wait, holy shit! I am looking at it. They did. <laughs> yep. That's funny. Deception. Yeah. Well, I think he got the most screen time too. That's it, what it sure felt like. Uh, damn near. Yeah. He might, um, he might as well yeah. have been the main character. 
because like the do the the doofy guy ever we got at least is in the suit mm. most of the time. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I kind of really, it's a really weird Photoshop picture of yeah. <laughs> Mark Hamill with a mustache, one half, the other half, the guyver. Yeah, that, yeah. that mustache was what? throwing me off. I was like, he's got a mustache. <laughs> Why didn't they just fucking make him the main character? I don't know. Maybe he was trying to get away from, like, cartoony leads or something, or maybe they were just dumb. I definitely Watch out, Batman. What? Move over, Superman. A new superhero has arrived. <laughs> Part a human, part alien, pure superpower. That's what it says on the VHS box. <laughs> yep. See 1991 The Giver Productions Incorporated. <laughs> I don't know what the deal was going on here. I mean, like, I guess he was like the bigger star at the moment. So you put him in front of stuff to get people in the theater only to create disappointment when he doesn't turn into the hero. And he dies. And dies in like a scene that still kind of creeped me out watching it now. Like maybe the only horrific moments in a property that's supposed to be like horrific half the time. A transformation looked like it hurt. It looked pretty gross. Yeah, uh, I kind of kind of lost some tension when like I think the midpoint and the final transformation, he straight up looks like he's choking on himself. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. And the eyes on the weird uh, yeah. grasshopper man. Yeah, I think like that's the the two. I guess the two hallmarks of like creepiness in that scene are at first bit where his legs split, and then yeah, the midpoint transformation where his eyes are kind of highlighted. Yeah, weird. Yeah, I think the only thing outside of that that made me wince is when they actually pull the Giver unit out of uh, Giver's head. That was pretty gruesome. Yeah. So much screaming. I could only imagine that hurt like a bitch. See, and it's stuff like that that made me, like, thinking back as a kid, that's why I was like, oh, it must have just seemed so, so much darker than after watching it now, oh, back then. Those, to be fair, those two moments are pretty raw. Yeah. But, like, you know, you're thinking back to stuff you saw as a little kid, you're just kind of getting, like, a highlight reel and maybe even an unreliable one at that. I think it's all those moments in my in my head that I kind of just those are the things I remembered the most. Mm. So <laughs> think whenever I would think about the movie, I would think about those moments and I'd be like, "Yeah, this is why I loved it. This is why I thought it was yeah. so great." But now and, that uh, I kind of went back to it and kind of saw the whole thing, <laughs> it's good. Oh, yeah, it's a uh, it's something. I'm pretty sure we all blocked out. Well, not all of it, but most of Jimmy Walker in that movie. <laughs> Because, good Christ, I don't remember the rapping. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Uh, the hip-hop breakdown. Jesus uh, Christ. God, I'm glad that died. I think he even said at one point, boy, or something. I can't even remember that one. I'm pretty sure he ended both instances of that with boy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ugh. And I don't know. I think, like, like his weird like strangely foreign sidekick was like would always let out this weird groan in the background that I guess was supposed to be like him beatboxing or something I, uh, yeah it was just yeah 
Yeah, it was. It's it's a strange beast. Like for moments of like sheer goofiness, like uh, that uh, Jimmy Walker's character being comically beaten up by everything and everyone, and like weird moments of like ham fisted overacting. You get the like profoundly gruesome moments clear out of nowhere, like Mark Hamill's transformation, like the guy of a unit getting ripped out, and like uh. That woman who came to visit Mitski just being like unceremoniously murdered. Yeah, wasn't she the like, the, like, the teacher though? She was. Was it the teacher? She looked like the. She was the. I was a Akita. Akita. I don't. I forgot the. Yeah, maybe. Teacher. And yeah, yeah. They they fucked her up. Yeah. Which they yeah. her throat or um, something. Well, yeah. She just looked all like cut up and dead and. Ugh. But um. <laughs> A little bit about her and that school she's running. That's a fucking Mick Dojo if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Number one, there is no punching in Aikido. No. And she was she she didn't do shit as like like Asian douche lord just like wails on our doofy protagonist. <laughs> yeah. Like sucker punches him twice. Hmm. And tell and then and then tells him not not you know douche lord but the protagonist that he needs to like not be such a hothead and control his temper. But yeah, I'll totally be calm with someone like punching me in the eye. I don't know if it was just weird editing or not, but you know you know when he um when Sean like he saw her crying and then she left and then he quickly after the nosebleed thing grabbed his bag and he ran out there. But I swear- how do you find them? Well, well, I, well, that and I, I swear to God that when he was sitting down, he had his socks on, and then as soon as he moved out, he had his shoes on, and it was like a, it was like a second. You never once saw him put those shoes. I don't know. Maybe it was just really strange editing. But if you look back, oh, at that it, might have been a goof up. Yeah, because he doesn't. There's he. It literally he moves real quickly. You know, right out the door, and as soon as he walks out the door, he magically has his shoes on. You never once. I, I don't know. I thought that was very strange. Mm-hmm. Very odd. I want to say, like, looking through IMDb, there was a couple of goofs, and I think the funniest one to me was someone saying that scene where Guyver bends the gun the guy's holding. <laughs> In order for Guyver to do that, that dude would have also needed to be strong enough to bend the gun. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of... Thinking about it, he'd have just pulled the gun out of his hand. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. Also, yeah, speaking of that scene, I want to say it was that scene. The uh, multicultural Cholo gang. Uh Uh-huh. I saw some white guys. I saw an Asian. Uh, Mike, were there any Mexicans in that gang? I don't think so. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, do you think this was some kind of brown face going on, or were they just posers? Oh yeah, they had the. Uh, it's like someone just looked at. Oh, this is what gangs look like, and they didn't really pay attention to any sort of ethnic boundaries at mm-hmm. play. They just kind of looked at pictures and then put whatever people they could get in costumes. Mm-hmm. I think there's a white guy dressed like a polo in there. He has the yep. the top two. Buttons, Button, yeah. Buttons in his yeah. Jesus. And that Asian guy calls him homeboy. Mm-hmm. 
it's uh, uh, funny that uh, Asian guy in there. He's actually like a special effects guy. Has a lot of uh, special effects credit credits, but ironically, didn't do any for this movie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He looked kind of familiar, like mm-hmm. he's somebody in the martial arts world or something. Mm-hmm. Some weird minor things, like uh, going back to that, having watched the anime. Um, I don't know, I guess I still haven't watched enough to probably pick up on all the nods to it, but apparently the, uh, I don't know, like the head goon, the guy with, like, the The, giant skull. Yeah. He's uh, uh, apparently, um, in everything but out of control, there's a different person as Guyver 2, and he's supposed to be that guy, except... He's nothing like that guy. I remember him, like, as a kid, I remember him being, like, scary. Almost as scary as the final, I almost called him the final boss, but the the head honcho, Mr. Zoalord, or whatever. But uh, he's he's fucking clown shoes 90% of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> the bald guy? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like, weird. He looks like Sloth from the Goonies. Yeah, like, he looked creepy as hell to me as a little kid, but he's actually just kind of weird-looking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Uncle Fester. Yeah. Hmm. I remember him having it, maybe, maybe I just, huh. I, for, for some reason, as a kid, I remember him having a much deeper voice, but... Yeah. Now, it's like, whoa, that, doesn't, that voice doesn't seem to match his character for, for some reason. His voice. The big... The guy we're just talking about, See, the big bald. I remember the Guyver having a deeper voice <laughs> <laughs> when he like turns into the Guyver and then starts speaking, and he's yeah. talking about like a a little man voice. I was just yeah. like, oh, it's auto tuned or something. Now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess that wasn't a little man voice to us. To to <laughs> yeah, when we were little. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> we were little babies. He was definitely a squirrely-looking little white kid. <laughs> <laughs> squirrely, like, yeah, yeah. Like this definitely movie, a nobody. Yeah, this movie could have uh, done well with some actual like martial arts choreography because uh, fights are very limited, and I don't, okay. I don't think that's to accommodate the suits. There's a lot. Of the fighting, but it never really, never gets to like Power Rangers, you know? Yeah. It's like they didn't have a very big budget for fighting. Uh, well, I was yeah, wondering how could much. they could they even see out of the costumes? Hmm. Uh, I honestly don't know. That's a good Maybe point. that had something to do with it. Because hmm, the heads were pretty detailed, so I I didn't really see any. Well, part of it too, there may have been multiple suits. Like, uh, it's a common thing in tokusatsu where, especially if the, uh, the character's, uh, armor suit, whatever, is supposed to be pretty ornate, or if there's supposed to be a lot of detail, what they'll have are two suits, one that's just for, mainly for show, still moments, and, uh, another suit for movement, especially if they're, like, moving really, like, basically for, like, fight scenes, big action scenes, that still has like the basic shape, but like lacks uh, all the intricate detail. Mm. So you can have one suit that like looks amazing, but wouldn't be practical to move around in, let alone fight. And then 
have something just like it and then as long as you're putting things together well enough no one's really like looking to see okay when's when's the suit switch <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking they may have done that they had to have at least done that with the helmet for like the weird points where like the crazy eye things are moving uh, the spiky bit pops up and the eyes move and I would imagine the steam shooting out too yeah yeah, that shit. I thought that was like the coolest thing when I was a kid. Yeah, I still like steam. the steam. It's great. That's still fuck. That's yeah. still got like, like a menacing edge to it. I love that part. That's so. It's so cool. I was wondering why the fuck once he pulls the blades out of his arm, why doesn't he just always use the blades? Yeah. It does. Um, well, what was it? I want to say one of the things I read about the um, maybe it was in a review of this, where they were saying that like if you're watching carefully, the blades are kind of flimsy on the costume, <laughs> like wiggly and shit. Maybe that's why he doesn't like whip those out too often. Is yeah, if it were me in the suit, I'd I'd just pop those things immediately. Yeah, <laughs> like he should just cut all those guys in half. Well, yeah, that's the thing, too, is I was wondering, because I want to say this one had a PG rating. PG-13, according to the back yeah. of this box. Yeah, and I was wondering how you do that with a Guyver movie, and there's a surprising lack of violence, save for, like, a those handful of moments. There was, still, like, there was blood, though, a little bit. There, but, yeah, nowhere near as much as you'd expect. Like, think about Out of Control... Mm. where things were getting cut in half on the regular and entrails were visible and folks were getting arms like not even just ripped off but like broken off yeah you're not seeing that in a PG-13 movie yeah you're not seeing that here it looked like it was going to happen a couple times but like yeah not even there isn't even an especially highlight kill count for the zo for like the zoonoids I doubt might be able to count how many of them died on one hand. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny that the creature effects were done by Steve Wayne and Screaming Mad George. <laughs> and the film was all, also directed by Screaming Mad George and Steve Wang. Yeah, Steve Wang later went on to do another movie I like called Drive, not to be confused with the... Uh, uh, Nicholas Winding Refn film. Yeah, no, the drive I'm talking about, I want to say, was a either early aughts or late nineties, and uh, starred Mark Dacascos and was just an over the top, really fun action movie. Hmm. What about Screaming Mad George? Um, not as familiar with him. Um, I want to say he, you kind of stopped seeing his work. I want to say midway through the nineties. As in most of his stuff is like uh, early ni- early to mid nineties, maybe even a little in the eighties. Uh, he worked on Predator. There we go. He only directed Guyver and a short in two thousand five called Boy in the Box. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, a lot of those things look like Gremlins. <laughs> and kind of Predator too. That makes sense. He worked, or he just worked on the crew for Predator. Yeah makeup department yeah you can kind of see it you can kind of see some influences there like uh whatever it was jimmy walker turned into looked like a gremlin (laughs) 
like straight up look like something out of Gremlins 2. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what was it? I guess one character. I wish I, I always forget to get his name, but basically the guy playing the main villain had a uh, pretty big role in a film called Reanimator, which is based on a um, a short. I don't know if you could call it a short story, a mini novel, or whatever, by H.P. Uh, Lovecraft about a guy bringing shit back from the dead. Uh, he played an antagonist in there that, um, well, I won't spoil it from you. It's it's worth a watch. And I think um, the character he encounters named uh, Dr. East is a nod to that because that guy played Dr. West in Reanimator. <laughs> and he's just, he's just creepy looking. He's got the look of a villain. Uh, touches people like a villain. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like for all like the crazy over the top like overacting going on, shit got uh more uncomfortable than I could realize as a little kid during that scene where he's he's basically just guiding uh Mitsuki, giving her the guided tour of the lab. Well, not not even not even her in the like right in the beginning of the of the, the movie, he's like touching the bald guy's head. He's like rubbing it and shit. It's like, yeah, he just likes touching, <laughs> touching shit. Yeah, he makes people really <laughs> uncomfortable. I mean, he was just, yeah, that guy was like I think shaking. That's his, that's his thing, I think. I guess. And then why did he that's keep it going? Why did he keep the toaster? Did you notice that he kept the toaster? <laughs> yeah. He tried to use it. Yeah, and they got pissed at it. He's like. <laughs> And he hit it like he chopped it or something. Like he did a karate like, chop what, on it. Yeah, it's like, what, what are you doing making toast in With your t- office? <laughs> uh, it didn't work. It's yeah. just weird. That was very strange. Why did he keep it? That just that was <laughs> weird. Weird. Yeah, it's just such a, it's just an odd ass dude. <laughs> it really is. It's like Jesus, man. Ah. Yeah. I really do feel like they were getting like their their cues from uh I don't know if there's a character like this in the anime. I haven't gotten that far into it. And it's like it felt like they were really getting their cues from video games cuz like you see him go through that door and you're like I know this ain't over yet. <laughs> I really just think they were yeah. just having fun with it. They said just guys just do whatever you want. We're just we're, we're just going to Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think um it's like anime wasn't that big back then. Um it's kind of weird when something like this would happen where people would see enough gold in something to try and adapt it, but not enough to do so faithfully. It's kind of like, well, I guess this constitutes a comic book movie as well. But like comic book movies up until like 99, 2000 or so, where they would try to adapt some aspects of it faithfully, but then it would just get weird in odd ways. Like, uh, we talked about uh, Captain America on uh, Mike's show. I was uh, making this point and saying, it's like, okay, you have all these like moments, all these serious moments in here, but then there's Captain America on a bicycle. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you, there's the weird subplot to that uh, 89 Punisher movie where like one of the antagonists is like maybe his long-lost sibling or something. Yeah. Or the Red Skull is Italian. Or yeah, the his, Red Skull's Italian and working on his English. Yeah, and his hot ass daughters are 
trying to kill Captain America for the whole movie. Yeah, or in this case, Zoanoid on set. Yeah. Like, like weird shit which has happened in these movies. And I'm not... It, it feels like more of a phenomena than it actually is. Like, there's some... Like, things weren't aligned in the stars, and this was just, like, meant to go wrong. So it's like you'd have a seemingly coherent movie till this point, and... I don't know if they're filling for time or if they just thought it was funny. But yeah, they like go to the effort to get the rights for something like this. Put all the effort into things like uh, costuming and uh, special effects. and But then just go completely clown shoes with the, the dialogue, the characterization, and the sound effects. and It was really strange. and I'm not sure who to blame for shit like that. But um, yeah, Then there was also that weird slash cut <laughs> that got really obnoxious and I think they were aware of it because it stopped halfway through the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was I cracked up when that first appeared. I was like, whoa what just happened? Well like the first two times it was funny, but the third time I was like, okay, stop it. Well I was thinking is there gonna be like a star swipe or something or what's gonna what are they gonna do next? I, I have I'd have appreciated the change of pace. <laughs> That was weird. I had not seen that in a movie ever. <laughs> I'm sure we had, but just didn't pay it too much mind. But it's so apparent. You can really tell what happens. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, yeah it's, I didn't, really... it's not in the VHS version. It's not. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. They, that's probably one of the things they cut then, because it's it's weird. It, it, it is... makes for a good drinking game, though. Holy shit! It's weird. Uh, but you're right, Lionel. They did stop it about midway. I think they just they even after a while was like, "Yeah, we gotta stop this." But, oh, okay, I think they get the joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Also, Guyver's got like a a henchin in this movie, but it's like <laughs> the most low budget henchin I've ever seen. Uh-huh. It looks like they took one of those like weird like rubber band launchers you'd like fire a water balloon out of. <laughs> Like, they pulled the individual Giver pieces and launched them at him. I still thought that looked what's, pretty cool. What's a henshin? Uh, transformation. Oh. It still looked pretty Yeah, nice. I thought it looked cool. I liked it. Yeah. It looked a bit doofy to me. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm a henshin connoisseur, so I guess grain of salt. Yeah, I still enjoyed that. That was neat. I mean, I like that... Um, the suit is infinitely more um, sort of like bound to him like in the uh, animes I saw it always looked like it was coming out of some other space mm-hmm. like it just it's kind of like pee hole into existence whereas this thing it literally pops out of him Yeah, like it's integrated into his biology at this point Back of his like neck. you do a, a, it makes you makes you wonder what an x-ray of his insides is going to look like. He's got the worms. Worm is. Eh, the super-powered Giver worms. The tentacles always raping him constantly from the inside. Yeah, it probably does feel like that. Oh. I oh. know it was definitely the case for him in the, the uh, <laughs> that second OVA series. I think I mentioned it in the second episode, but in the dub, you actually hear him scream, Oh my god, it's inside of me. (laughs) 
Yeah. Inside his pee hole. God, it's got a sting. Yeah, inside his everything. Mm, I did like his transformation. I always like the transformations with the the Giver for the first time. It just looks mm-hmm. so painful. So yeah. painful. So much screaming and all the ooze and blood and stuff coming out or whatever. Yeah. It was. Well, it, it's, 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 it was definitely refreshing for anyone like into like the Henshin hero genre, just seeing it kind of be this like glorious moment of like badass hero shit. And it's like, okay, here it hurts. Yeah. It hurts bad. It hurts like a bitch and it looks pretty gruesome. Yeah. Always hurts the first time. Yeah. Maybe it's by virtue of there only being like one woman in this movie that doesn't die, but it seems like everyone in that movie had yellow fever. Of course. Sean had it bad. He had it bad. The villain had it bad. And then at one point, like, Dr. East gets caught up and staring at her. I don't know if the villain had it bad. He just seemed to like to touch everything. Are you kidding me? He was he was gonna he was gonna get super creepy with her. Yeah, he probably got super creepy with that toast. What's the drinking, Mike? I can hear you gulp. Your face. Oh dear. Anyway, uh, recommendations. Um, I already recommended a lot in the previous episode and I don't completely remember everything. So I was looking at Gremlins. Well actually, yeah. I was kinda trying to like come up with like more live action stuff and uh thank you for Ninja mentioning Turtles. Gremlins Gremlins two. I wanna say this and Gremlins two were part of like a a handful of things that seemed to play on HBO nonstop for me as a kid. <laughs> They've got a similar looks to them, similar like design aesthetics. Uh, the Gremlins movies and this, like as I said, Jimmy Walker looks like a gremlin that got fed after midnight <laughs> and maybe evolved to some degree of sentience. Uh, Ninja Turtles is another good one. It's a contemporary of this. The special effects, I think, are a bit better. Uh, you got Jim Henson on that, so it's not even a fair contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also Gremlins pretty good. It's anarchy, man. It's madness. Yeah, apparently the uh, scene. Uh, minor spoilers for Gremlins Two, I guess. Apparently, there's like two different versions of the scene of the Gremlins in the theater, and there's I guess supposedly a version where like John Wayne comes out and shoots one of them. But the version I always saw was like Hulk Hogan like grabbing one and like oh like choking it or throwing it or something and. I think he talks to the theater too. Yeah, tells them to like, like enjoy Gremlins too. <laughs> yeah, basically tells uh, you them know to what? I think it. I think that one's like only on like in the theatrical prints. I think in the home releases it's different. Yeah, that's probably the one with John Wayne. I think it's John. Yeah, because I I don't think I really saw it. Maybe bits and pieces when I was a kid, but I, I know last time I like really sat down and watched it was um, my old film history teacher got a print of it uh, and showed he showed it at the Castro Theater. Ah, that's and cool. And the director was there, and I know the whole Colgan scene was there. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, shame we can't really enjoy either one of those now. <laughs> Which one? Um, well, well, both both John Wayne and Hulk Hogan are like <laughs> super racists. <laughs> I mean, I can still enjoy it. It's just, well, yeah, it's, a, it's just it's not the same. It just kicks on a layer of uh, another layer of absurdity. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. Hulkamania is not about black people. <laughs> but um, yeah, outside of those, uh, Joe, can you think of anything to recommend? Yeah, Giver two. <laughs> Dark Hero. That, that's 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 a, well. I guess that works. There is a sequel, and it's a uh, more uh, more geared more towards the original property, and uh, they recast a couple of characters, namely Sean Barker as uh, now played by David Hayter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, redesigned the suit. It's not as like flesh looking, but looks a bit more armored um a bit more sleek yeah yeah i like them both um i was uh trying to find things to recommend and stumbled across an anime i didn't get to see a whole lot of but uh seems like it's going in the same direction as something like the giver um joe you may be familiar like loosely familiar with it it was called a project arms oh i remember that yeah but I think a show like that that show it seemed like it was going to be like a slow burn as um three episodes in, three episodes in the only things these characters can mutate mutate are select like limbs <laughs> one guy's got the right arm one guy's got the left arm <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's got like all the makings of that kind of story, like skeezy organization forcing people to transform into shit, <clears throat> and like some weird mystery surrounding that and the origins of certain characters. Um, a website I went to called Anime Planet, which usually offers recommendations, recommended Techaman Blade, which was adapted in the states as Techno Man. Techno Man was my shit. I really want to watch that again someday. Oh, we're going to watch it. I got to watch it now. I think it's on it sale. It was so cool. Stuff at the time of this he, had a, he had a thing and he held it and he flew around on a big iceberg thing in space. Yeah, and it's the same kind of story. Granted, instead of a skeezy uh, organization working in the shadows, it's uh, he's... Uh, one of the aliens invading, but has turned ag- again, turned against your own kind to protect humanity and be really sad a lot of the time. Same sort of deal, just a, a more mecha coat of paint. Um, I think that's all I have to recommend right now. I'm kind of wondering now. Initially, I was going to stay on this track and use it as an excuse for us to watch... Uh, Common Rider Amazons, but uh, I'm getting the feeling you guys are kind of burnt out on this stuff. So time? maybe we'll take a break. I'm just tired. That's all. Sorry, just a little tired. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, any parting words for the listeners? Oh, uh, mm, 
Well, Go fuck yourselves. Well, that works too. <laughs> you talk uh, about you talk about my listeners like that again, and I will choke you, Pangelina. <coughs> Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> All right. You're lucky your show's only done monthly. I might forget to take vengeance. <laughs> Go watch the Guyver anime. It's good. Yeah, there sure are a lot of them out there for you. There's a lot of it. Oh, wait, one last question. Here's a mm-hmm. good way to end it. What would you guys, if they were to remake this, is there anything like? Do you, is there anything in mind you'd like to see them do? Anything in yes. particular? Yes. Uh, stick close to the source material. Set it in Japan. Uh, cast for the lead actor. I want Scarlett Johansson. Oh God! Uh. <laughs> mm. I, I actually really, uh. I actually really do want them to remake this uh, and make it rated R, not PG thirteen. That's what yeah. this, this is. That's what it should be. Um, yeah, I, I think considering how far we've come with technology and everything, and I think it'd be, it could be really cool if it was remade. I, I really want to see what they could do with it. Yeah, I'm kind of torn in regards to that. I'm not sure if I'd like 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 a live action miniseries or a movie because like on the one hand, the bigger budget's going to go to the movie. On the other hand, there's like a lot to cram into what, you know, you're really not going to be able to do much with this beyond an hour and a half. Like I kind <clears> of <throat> I don't know, maybe if I could get both, I'd like to see a serious business take on this in a movie. And then the slightly more schlocky, but also more unabashed live-action series done of this, where it's just like brutal-ass gore fest, just, 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 just monsters and Giver units and shit butchering the shit out of each other. Yeah, that's why I said rated R. That's really how oh, it yeah. should be. Regardless, you got to go rated R. But I mean, then you can always do what they did in the 90s i don't know why they did this take like movies that were just kind of like way too out there and probably like not even just movies properties that were probably just way should have been way out of the range of children and make like a cartoon version of it like there's like a beetlejuice i remember there was a beetlejuice cartoon there was a toxic avenger cartoon (laughs) there was a tales from the crypt cartoon Yeah, I remember Toxic Avenger. That movie was that movie was so hokey. That movie was awful. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's how I'll take my vengeance. I'll have you guys uh, watch a trauma movie. Make you guys watch Story of Ricky. Ricky Tiki Tavi. Up. Stomach acids. Specifically mine. They like act up and go crazy and stress me out and get even crazier when I'm stressed out. One of the few things that helps to alleviate stress is drinking, but I can't do that because that makes them go crazy and yeah. I kinda got no outlet here. Driving me crazy. Allergies. I'm 
nose has been leaking all day. I had to put a face mask on at work, not because uh, the allergies, but just to hide the leakage. Otherwise, I've been wiping my nose 24-7. Yeah, that's a little gross, I'm sorry. Anyway. Special thanks, as always, to... Wait, I gotta stop doing it that way! Ah! Okay. So, the creator of our opening and closing theme is Submorphine. The theme is Synthetic Highway. If you happen to like the song or are just curious about the creator of the song, check him out at soundcloud.com slash submorphine. S-U-B hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-V. Uh, our promo theme is Anime Raku. Anime Raku is by Squaring Out. That's probably the better way to do it. Yeah, if you're interested in Squareon's work, check him out at facebook.com slash Squareon. S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Squareon's got a project they'd like me to plug on their behalf. Project Stick Part 2, which you can find on face at, at facebook.com slash Project Stick. I guess that's all I got tonight. Just, uh... Sinus and stomach problems. And, uh... <laughs> a burnt toaster oven. So, uh... And an upset baby. So, yeah. Uh, have a good night, people. So remember, gentlemen, the most important part is to clench your butt because I've seen some like pretty pretty messed up depictions of Americans and animes and though so, there was a point where he started crying I was just like dog come <laughs> on yeah. like My Hero Academia